evidence and answers. You're tuned to Evidence and Answers with your host, Pat Zucran. Pat is an author, teacher, and international speaker in the area of Christian apologetics, the defense of the Christian faith. In today's broadcast, we present a special show celebrating our 500th episode and 10 years of Evidence and Answers radio broadcasts. Join us today as Pat shares of God's faithfulness and guiding hand from the beginning of the show to its growth and how God is using Evidence and Answers to touch the lives of millions throughout the world. If you're unable to hear this message, all of our broadcasts are available on our website. That's evidenceandanswers.org. Now here's Pat with the history of Evidence and Answers. You're listening to Evidence and Answers, where for over a decade, we have been providing compelling evidence for faith and hope in Christ and giving biblical answers to the challenges Christians face today. Well, today is a special day. It marks our 500th episode and our 10-year anniversary. So today, I'd like to celebrate 10 years of ministry, and really, our story is a testimony of God's calling, faithfulness, and grace. It is also a story to the faithfulness and obedience of special people who also answered His call and extended grace to me to make this show and this ministry possible. You know, it was many years ago when I was studying at Dallas Theological Seminary preparing for a life of ministry and service to the Lord. I was in the chapel service and... It was a special chapel service, a time of sharing and testimony where students could share what God was doing in their lives. And of the many students who testified to the great and wonderful things that God was doing, even in the midst of some very difficult times, one student shared how God had called him to leave his high-paying job and move his family to Dallas. You know, back then we didn't have these internet programs and online degrees you could get. You had to relocate to the city where you were going to study. And he moved his family to Dallas to study at the seminary to prepare for the ministry. And he, like the over thousand of us in that chapel service, had no idea what was in store. But he made a statement that I never forgot. In fact, I don't even know the student's name. But I remember him sharing this. He said, the hand that calls is the hand that provides. And this has been true to the ministry of evidence and answers. You know, Evidence and Answers actually began 20 years ago, back in 1988, the year I graduated from college. After a year of failing to raise support to go on a mission trip to Japan, I was looking for a job in Hawaii as I prepared for graduate school. And you know, that was kind of difficult. With a degree in religion, it was hard to find a job. I had been applying to many places. In fact, I remember I even applied to uh, deliver kimchi, and I failed to get that job. The man told me that I was not qualified to drive and deliver kimchi with a degree in religion. So it was quite discouraging, as you can tell. Well, then one day a friend working at K-Lite Radio, a radio station in Honolulu, Hawaii, gave me a call and asked if I'd come to the station and interview for a job as a DJ. Well, I was quite surprised, but I gave him all the reasons why I probably would not get the job, and it probably wouldn't be wise for me and to go in an interview. I'd probably just walk out discouraged. And I gave him the excuse that really I had no experience in radio. I wasn't good at talking. I get nervous in front of the microphone, on and on and on. And finally, he just interrupted me. He was pretty upset, and he said, can you read a clock? And I said, well, sure, of course I can read a clock. And he said, you're hired. Get in here. So I went in for the interview, and sure enough, you know, I got hired. 
And I began working the midnight shift from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. there on K-Light radio station there in Honolulu, Hawaii. And it was in downtown Honolulu. And so there were some pretty shady characters that walked around there at night. But it's there in the middle of the night where I began there as a DJ on the radio station. And it's there I learned about the radio station industry. And, of course, having the midnight shift, I was listening to some great speakers like Charles Stanley and J. Vernon McGee and others and just learning about the radio industry and also had some very interesting talk shows as well that were on my shift, Bob Larson and others, where I got to listen to live radio and how to do interviews. And I got exposed to all of that working those two years there at that radio station. Well, little did I know that the Lord was preparing me for what was to come. You know, before God calls a person to ministry, God prepares that person, even if that individual does not know that he or she is actually being prepared for a great work of God. We see that throughout the Bible. You know, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, this records the famous showdown before David and Goliath. But you know, before David even met Goliath, years before this, God had prepared David for this moment. David, at this time, was the youngest of the sons of Jesse, and he went to go visit his brothers there at the battlefield. And all of Israel was cowering away from fighting Goliath because he was a giant and a great warrior amongst the Philistines. David, probably being in his teenage years at this time, witnessed Goliath taunting God and the army of God and greatly angered, he sought to fight the giant. Well, he comes before Saul and Saul looks at this young teenager and questions whether he can stand before this great warrior. And David said to Saul, when he stands in front of Saul, he says, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth, and he has been a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep sheep for his father. And when there came a lion or a bear and took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and struck him and delivered it out of his mouth. And if he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and I struck him and killed him. Your servant has struck down both lions and bears, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them, for he has defied the armies of the living God." You see, when David met Goliath, this wasn't the first time he engaged in battle. For years, as David watched his father's flock, he had been preparing himself. God had been preparing David for this moment when he had to battle against lions and bears and strike them down. God was preparing him for this moment. And there Saul and David realized that God had prepared him for this moment. He'd be capable to stand against such a formidable foe because God had been preparing David for this moment. And similar to many of us who God calls to ministry, unknown to me many years ago as I was working those late night hours as a DJ there at K-Lite, thinking this is not my future. I've got something more in store, but I'll do this just for the meanwhile as I prepare for graduate school. But unknown to me, although I was just looking for a job, God was preparing me for a calling he had, a calling and a future in radio, preparing me for hosting evidence and answers. Well, a year later, I entered 
Dallas Theological Seminary. And while I was there, I was looking for an apologetics ministry to join and be a part of to supplement my studies and gain experience. And they directed me to join Probe Ministries, which was based in North Dallas at that time in a North Dallas County called Richardson. And it's during this time that I developed my speaking skills as I got to hang around some great scholars and some outstanding speakers there at Probe Ministries. And while I was there, I was also allowed to produce one-minute radio spots addressing issues in apologetics and writing articles for the Probe website. So a few times a year, I got to write and record these one-minute radio spots there for Probe Ministries. And eventually, these articles, as the Internet developed, went on the web. So it's during that time I gained my skills in speaking and writing and doing radio shows and getting familiar with the whole radio industry. You know, back when we first started, way back in 1990, the Internet really wasn't that available. And I remember doing a show on Jehovah Witnesses. And back then we had written transcripts that we had to type out and eventually mail to people that requested the transcript. And I remember one show on, on radio, uh, Witnessing to the Witnesses. It was a one-minute show on practical ways to share Christ with Jehovah Witnesses. And I received over 10,000 phone calls from all over the country of people requesting radio transcripts, one of the most popular shows ever produced on pro radio, which ignited perhaps which aroused in me the possibility of perhaps I could do radio and perhaps God was calling me to a ministry in radio someday. Well, recording these one-minute spots and writing these radio transcripts led to calls from radio stations around the United States asking for interviews on the topics that I was writing about. And one of the first opportunities for live radio occurred in my first year in grad school there in 1990 when Probe Ministries president, Kirby Anderson, allowed me to be on his one-hour talk show, News Talk, it was called at that time. And I remember going on very confident, thinking that I could answer all the questions that would be coming, and I was very confident about going on his show. But, you know, I totally bombed on that show, totally bombed, leaving me to wonder if I even had a future in radio. Well, fortunately, with his encouragement and the encouragement of others, I continued on. And the Lord continued to open more doors for radio as people continued to call from across the country asking me to do interviews on the topics that I was writing about. And in fact, Kirby even allowed me back on his show a few more times. And it was totally an act of grace, you know, similar to what occurred in Acts chapter 15. You know, in Acts 15, Paul and Barnabas were setting out on their second mission trip. And it's there in Acts 15, Barnabas wanted to take John Mark on the second mission, but Paul refused because Mark had abandoned them on their first journey. And so Mark had failed miserably on that first journey and eventually left the group and let them all down and he left. Well, the second time, it's Barnabas, the son of encouragement, that wanted to bring John Mark and give him another shot, but it's Paul who refused, and their dispute got so heated, they ended up separating and going their separate ways. Well, eventually, it's because of the grace of Barnabas, and it's his encouragement. Because of that, we've got 
the gospel of Mark. And in fact, if you read 2 Timothy, the last letter of Paul in that last chapter, while he's in prison, facing perhaps the final days of his life, he specifically calls for John Mark to come and be with him because he states that Mark is very useful to him. So the man whom Paul rejected decades before becomes one of Paul's greatest allies in the final days of his life. And that's just one example of the many who graciously extended grace to me, reflecting God's character of grace and allowing me to be on the radio and to continue to prepare and continue to pursue you know, a lifetime of ministry of serving the Lord as a speaker, as an author, and eventually into the radio ministry. But it was because of the grace of God extended through people who graciously extended that grace to me that I was able to continue and enter into a radio ministry like Evidence and Answers. Well, the actual launching of Evidence and Answers came 16 years later. One day I received a call from a DJ in Austin, Texas, who had his own radio show. His name was Kevin Harris. And Kevin was interested in apologetics. And we had a great interview on his show on one of the topics I wrote about. It was abusive churches. And I still remember that interview for some reason. Of the many DJs who interviewed me, I remembered that interview I had with Kevin Harris. Obviously, God was setting up something special there. Well, eventually, Kevin called me again, and we did another interview, and then more interviews with Kevin, and relationship was beginning to develop. Well, Kevin eventually moved to Dallas because he had been hired by one of the top Christian radio stations in Dallas, the Salem radio station there in Dallas, Texas. And it's there that we got together, and it's there Kevin strongly encouraged me to consider hosting my own radio show in the arena of apologetics, something that would be unique in a style that would be unique. Well, I was excited and eager to start, but there was one problem, funding the show. You know, after we were done, I remember speaking with the staff there at the radio station, asking, well, when do I start? And they kind of looked at me and said, well, when you raise the funds. I said, what do you mean when you raise the funds? You invited me onto the station. So, uh, you know, what do you mean I have to raise the funds? I got to pay for my own show? And <laughs> they kind of explained to me, yeah, Pat, that, that's how the radio industry works. We invite you on air, but then you have to pay for your airtime. That's how uh, the radio industry works. Everyone's out there, finds their own sponsors to sponsor them so that they can have their radio show. Why well, did I not know that you, you need to pay for your airtime? And I, I ended up leaving that meeting discouraged with, you know, that great mountain that seemed to be in front of me. The cost of production work and the airtime seemed to make this beyond reach. But, you know, when God is involved, he accomplishes the impossible. And what I was told at Dallas Seminary, the hand that calls is the hand that provides. And indeed, God is in the business of using ordinary people to do extraordinary things. God is in the business of accomplishing what is impossible. So I began sharing the vision with several people, and they looked at me and said, we'll pray for you. And I remember working with my own advisory team there, a group of guys I got together to pray for me and advise me in areas of ministry. And I remember sitting there 
sharing them the great opportunity that God had placed before me, but what looked like an insurmountable amount of funding that we needed. And I remember them smiling at me and looking confidently and saying, well, let's take a look, let's pray about it and see what God is going to do. And I think within their hearts, they knew God was going to allow this to come to pass, but they had greater faith than I did because I didn't think it was going to be possible. Well, it wasn't long after God raised up a key player in the ministry of evidence and answers. I played one day with Mark, the founder and president of a large investment firm in Dallas. And I remember the very golf course we played on. It was the Cowboys Country Club there in Dallas, Texas. And I remember I began sharing with him the vision of Evidence and Answers Radio. And there he asked me a lot of tough questions, which I'm sure I did not answer well. I did not have a lot of good answers for him. But those were great questions to be asked. And needless to say, I didn't play very well that day because I was really concentrating on trying to answer these questions. Well, despite the fact I did not have good answers for him, despite this, he graciously asked me to send him a letter. And Highland Capital graciously became a key sponsor for Evidence and Answers. And they have been a key sponsor ever since. The Ministry of Evidence and Answers would not be possible without their sponsorship And we've also gained the sponsorship of other businesses and individuals who've graciously extended their grace unto me. It would not be possible had not Highland Capital and these other key sponsors stepped up and graciously supported our show. So once again, it was an act of grace given to an inexperienced and untested radio show with a rookie radio host. Grace is what God extends to us, and and it's extended through his people as well. Well, with the production team and the sponsors in place, we aired our first show in 2006 on The Word 100.7 FM in Dallas, Texas, along with our website, Evidence and Answers, and that was the beginning of our radio show and ministry, Evidence and Answers. Well, from that time, God has just showered his blessing upon our ministry here. He opened new doors and new avenues of ministry. Each year, he seemed to be doing so. Eventually, our show expanded not just to Dallas, but to Hawaii and to California. And in 2012, Evidence and Answers went international, airing in Manila, the Philippines. We were really excited about that because Metro Manila is a population of about 35 million people there. So each week, literally Thousands of people in the United States, on the Internet, and in international cities like Manila get to hear evidence and answers. Well, in 2014, God opened another significant door for evidence and answers. Here in Hawaii, we went from just the weekend show to airing six days a week here in Hawaii on a prime time hour, 9.30 in the morning. And this has given us the ability to make a significant impact here in the state of Hawaii. Now through radio and the Internet, we are reaching literally millions of people for Christ each year. We're impacting the lives of millions throughout the year. So we're excited that God is using evidence and answers to impact the lives of millions every year. Well, I'm excited about the future of the ministry of evidence and answers. You know, God has brought along partners not only to support us financially. Many of you who are listening give faithfully and pray for us, and we couldn't do it without you. But he's also brought along 
partners with needed technical skills as well. We're in the process of redesigning our website, which will be completed this fall. And we think it's going to have a whole new look with a lot of the latest technology and new capabilities that's going to make it a more effective and easier-to-use, user-friendly kind of website. And we're developing new avenues of ministry using social media. With all the technology that is available to us, it's hard for me to keep up with uh, doing the show and producing and writing and speaking and all that goes on. But God has brought along some great people who know how to use social media to communicate the message of Christ. And we also hope that God would open new doors for this show around the world. We are anxiously looking at other countries in Asia and Africa in South America, where English is a dominant language, where a ministry of apologetics and the defense of the Christian faith is greatly needed. We have requests from all over the world. We just need the funding to make that possible. So we're really excited about what God will do and how he's going to use evidence and answers around the world. That's something we're really excited about. So as we reflect on 10 years of ministry, it's really a story of God's faithfulness and grace upon us for these 10 years, providing key people, key sponsors, and all that we need to make the ministry of evidence and answers possible. We, there are too many people to name, but we want to thank Highland Capital for being a key sponsor with us for these many years. want to thank K-Light Radio, you know, where it all began for me as God was preparing me many decades ago on K-Light Radio. Well, he's brought me back to Hawaii and brought me back to K-Light. K-Light is where I once played talk shows. Now I'm recording my talk shows here in the studios of K-Light. They've been gracious to me for these many, many years. It's one of the first stations that aired Evidence and Answers here in the United States. And it's wonderful testimony to the faithfulness and grace of God that I'm back here recording in their studios. Of course, I want to thank my board of advisors and the board of directors who pray and give and continually give me great advice and direction for the ministry of evidence and answers. And of course, we want to thank you. You know, I could not do it without your support in prayer and in financial giving. You're a big part, a big partner of the ministry of evidence and answers. So I want to thank you for your wonderful support that has helped to make this show and this ministry possible not only here in Hawaii, but throughout the United States and throughout the world. You don't know the kind of impact in the lives that you're touching. Well, I know someday in eternity you're going to see the impact that you've had partnering with us with Evidence and Answers, but I hope someday you get a taste and see the kind of impact that and the lives that we're touching for Christ around the world. I remember when I was in the Philippines, uh, I was speaking at a leadership conference of hundreds of people. And one couple came up to me. This is one of many couples who came up to me and said, oh, Pat, man, we, our son went to college. He took philosophy class and he was so discouraged. He walked away from his Christian faith. And we asked him to come to a leadership conference last year where you were speaking just to listen to you. Just give it one more chance. And our son came and he listened to you and he realized there is compelling evidence and good answers for Christ here after listening to you. 
and he rededicated his life to the Lord. And when he discovered you had a radio show here in Manila, he listened to you faithfully every Saturday and Sunday night there on DZAS in Manila. And he's been walking with the Lord ever since. And now he is at work in Singapore, but he still listens to you over the Internet. And his faith was strengthened because of the Ministry of Evidence and Answers. In fact, she called him right on her cell phone and said, man, he would love to talk. He'd be so surprised. Could you talk to him now for just a few minutes? And she got on the phone, and I had a wonderful conversation with her son who was so thankful for the Ministry of Evidence and Answers. But that's the kind of lives we are touching for the kingdom of God. And with God's leading and your support, we hope that Evidence and Answers will continue to provide reasons for faith and hope for many more years to come. joining us here on Evidence and Answers Radio Broadcast. We hope you enjoyed this show today. If you find this broadcast to be a blessing, please consider partnering with us. Evidence and Answers relies on generous donations from you, our listeners. For the opportunity to donate and keep us on the air, you may do so right there online on the homepage of our website. That's evidenceandanswers.org. You'll find we have a wide variety of resources available to you, including articles, additional audio for you to listen to or download, and Pat's books. Evidence and Answers is grateful for our key sponsor, Highland Capital Management, providing investors with alternative investment solutions. To learn more, visit them online at hcmlp.com. Join us again next time on the air or online as we provide reasons for faith and hope in Christ right here on Evidence and Answers. Yeah.